hood dance, Raven? Man, the hood. Hood dance. Robin Hood with the hood dance. Oh, we never fixed the camera on you. You look hella zoomed in. Oh, yeah, I do. Fired! If anyone's got kids, you know when I said what I said, you know what I meant with what I said. Welcome back to Sin City Crypto, Crypto Fam. I'm one of your co-hosts, David. We are coming at you live from Sin City, Nevada with another one of our live shows as we are fixing our camera setup. We're excited to have you. For those of you that are new here, that bled over from around the blockchain, where I want to say your boy or my boy, our boy, Robin, straight killer. Robin, show your face. <laughs> uh, we're excited to have you guys. This morning has been a little bit of a shit show, and all of it is my fault. So I would like to take this moment to send a sincere apology to not only my producer, Donnie, my co-host, Robin, but to you, the community. I have let you down, and I apologize. It will never happen again. What are you talking about? I'm on, I'm on a rant here. All right, before I start, real quick, if you watched Around the Blockchain yesterday, thank you guys for coming out and supporting. Robin straight up crushed it. This man represented Sin City Crypto like no one could. He, did, he was hands down the, the most well-spoken person on that show. He absolutely crushed it. He didn't win, but we know it's rigged. And also another shout out to, to the BitBoy channel, BitBoy Crypto, for, for giving small channels like us that are growing uh what is it called a platform a platform so we appreciate that thank you guys we're excited to have you with that being said allow me to introduce you to the man the myth the legend big rob what's up hola it's your boy big rob back in the house welcome to sin city crypto if it's your first time checking us out we're entertainment focused cryptocurrency channel where we take the old the boring the stale information and package it up in a fun and sexy way uh also if you're new here and you haven't subscribed, hey, what what's going on? Oh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you haven't liked the video yet, what the hell wrong with you? Uh, how many likes we got? We got a lot of likes. We, 88 likes. likes and seven people in here. So apparently people liked the video and didn't actually like it that much to stay around. They leap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, you know what? Uh, no, nah, we appreciate that. And also notification bell, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we also do uh, deep dives here. Not just the live streams. This yeah. is the live stream, though. Check out the deep dives. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin's been consolidating. You know, I, okay, this is good. To me, this is great. The last thing you want to see is a big run up and then a big drawdown. We're not seeing that. We're seeing a big run up consolidation, which is what you want to see in a healthy market. And Robin is looking for, you good? Uh, oh, the show is not complete without the figurines. All right, I need my Gundam out here. Okay. And then my uh, graphics card uh, <laughs> guy. I like it. I like yeah. it. Um, Add a little character. Real quick, before we get into the show, quick shout out. Sweet Potato, Chef Mayad, Angie in the house, Punder. I already said Sweet Potato. Russell, Garrett, Malik, and L58. I'm not feeling this camera. Welcome anymore. back. Well, we're going to roll with it. We're not going to waste it. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> for some reason, it, my desk seems smaller. I seem taller. I, got this I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish my desk was smaller. Going on right I, now. I don't know, right. man. Anyway, so what I was saying was, this is not bad, right? When you see a big run-up, right, nothing goes up forever. It retraces. It consolidates. I'm just happy to see we didn't see an equally bigger dip after this big run-up we saw with Bitcoin and the rest of the altcoin markets. 
And we're seeing consolidation at a nice level right around the $43,000, $44,000 range. So this is extremely bullish in my opinion. We'll look at the technicals in the market analysis section of our show. Um, Robin, you got uh, anything else you want to add before we kind of go over the markets here to start? Uh, I want to give a shout out to the chat. All right. Already so did. we're off We're off to a decent start today. <clears throat> What's up? You missed the part where I gave everyone a shout out? Yeah, I did. I think I was... <laughs> Telling you this morning we, is like a shit show, we but got, we, got we got you guys. We got. Did you did you say did you say hello to little Katty? Said hello. No, Lily, Lily Katty, little Katty, little cat, little Yachty, little meow, little meow meow. What's up? <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Russell fifty eight Malik. What's up? Yeah. How y'all doing? Welcome back. Uh, we gave we gave out some uh, we gave out some Bitcoin. What was that, Nick? Nick, yeah. He ain't he ain't in here today. You know what he's doing? He's like, I got my Bitcoin. I'm he's out. out shopping, bro. He's out shopping. What you gonna buy with twenty five dollars? But this is inflation, bro. <laughs> a gallon of milk. Uh, Not even a gallon yeah. of gas. The gas yeah. is crazy right now, dude. Dude, man. California it, it cost, gas is it almost me eighty bucks to fill up my uh, my car. Which, yeah. Uh, my wife tries a CX nine Mazda, and it takes her. It went. She went from forty five to seventy bucks. Eighty dollars for a car, and not an SUV. A, a freaking car sedan yeah terrible speaking of ferraris the, the the mercedes bro speaking of ferraris the new mercedes is nice bro let me tell you all right go ahead and let's pull up the markets let's see let's see what we what we got going on here all right so the market let me refresh this page the markets are up Half a percent on the day overall. Bitcoin dominance is continuing to rise. We're sitting at 43.2%. If you're not familiar with what that metric states, it's essentially what percentage of the market cap belongs to Bitcoin. And right now, we've seen low levels around 37, 38. And the highest I've seen in the last year has been what we're looking at now, around 43.2. So Bitcoin dominance used to be in the 70s and 80s not anymore there's too many great projects too many DeFi projects metaverse projects out there for bitcoin to dominate the market that much but 43.2 percent what does that tell me that tells me in times of uncertainty people feel bitcoin is the most certain cryptocurrency asset out there right now which is why people always say during bear markets you want to have your money in top projects i.e bitcoin i.e ethereum ethereum dominance is sitting at 18.3 all right. Now let's I woke up this morning and uh, Bitcoin was at forty five thousand. Yep. And then uh, it's looking good. Back. I'm telling I you, it was on the. Uh... You know, I went on a rant yesterday and I said that right now this moment in history is very, very important for Bitcoin because if Bitcoin can continue to go up during times of war and uncertainty, <clears throat> cryptocurrency will become the leading asset class for people to put their money in. No matter if it's going good, it's going up. Things are bad, it's still going to go up. All right, speaking of Bitcoin. Uh, speaking of uh, good and going up, we're going to open up the club today or what, man? So uh, Mayad asked this question yesterday. He, he uh, Actually, in the chat, I saw uh, earlier. Yeah, and then he asked. Mayad one. said, yeah, what up, mate? Uh, what happens if we get 21 people? You know what happens if we get 21 people? We have a Vegas party. Alina, welcome. And then, um, uh, yeah, basically, we were just saying, as long as we, uh, as long as we open up the club, as long as we open up the club uh, this week, we're going to give out that $100 for so uh, just one day. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be Friday. 50, 50 is a baseline, though. We'll always start at 50, 
and we'll give. I don't, I don't think that's absurd, right? Hell no. Twenty-one people, like, dude. I mean, we're oh, we're, you're talking about having well, twenty-one people in here? Yeah. So, so basically, for the blockchain parlay, for yeah. all of you that aren't familiar, we do blockchain parlay on Fridays. A little contest amongst the uh, uh, the people in the chat. Pretty simple way of winning money. You just simply type in two tokens. Oh, but anyways, we give out fifty bucks. But we've had a lack of viewership last uh, week, so get to twenty-one, and we'll give we'll double it, bro. That's it. That's it. Hey, we you hit 21. We double it. It's very simple. We're only 11 people away right now. If you haven't already figured out, Robin and I are both extremely spontaneous. Yesterday, I decided on the live show, hey, you know what? I'm going to give out $25 of Bitcoin to Nick because the chat was kind of dead and Nick was typing away. I was like, you know what? I appreciate that, Nick. Here's 25 bucks in Bitcoin. You know what? At some point today, I'm going to give out $25 of Bitcoin. You are? Yeah. Really? I don't. I don't know what. The, you don't know when or why. Yeah, I, I moved. I moved some uh, Bitcoin over. Yeah, to I like right, it. Maybe I'm making fifty bucks. Hey man, I don't know. Either way, I got. I got yellow beard. Robin's, What's up, bro? Robin's feeling generous today, guys. So, so I don't. I don't know what the caveat is. He's giving away Bitcoin to I'll someone. Tell you what? If we open up the club today, I'll give out fifty bucks. I'll send somebody fifty dollars in BTC. So you'll give out fifty bucks today, and then on Friday, because we hit twenty-one, we'll you'll give too. another hundred bucks. So, yeah. What? Yeah. There you got it. 50 bucks to someone in Bitcoin. If you guys help us get to 21 viewers, open up the club. There it is. And it'll be somebody in the chat before we hit 21. There you go. So if you, if you show up after we're 21, you ain't eligible. So make sure you say hi in the chat so we know you're in here before we yeah, hit and 21. And then we'll just, I'll scroll up and just randomly pick a name and then we'll, we'll throw you 50 bucks. Okay. All right. There you go. Sin City Crypto, where we like to give away free money. All right. I don't uh, like giving away money, but I know y'all like it. I'm trying to I like money. when I well, I like when you give away money. It yeah. warms my soul. You you've been the one giving out money lately. But yeah. and, and then finally I was like, all right, let me let me move some money. Let me, <laughs> let well, me contribute had, here. My Bitcoin Thanks, my Bitcoin is all my hodl stuff. So I I had It's to, hard to let go, right? I had well hard to the let thing go, is, is I'm not going to So anyways, I opened up a separate wallet. I made a separate wallet and transferred over, you know, like a thousand bucks, and I'm like, all right, that's gonna be my giveaway money. There you go. Uh, so there we go. Actually, uh, I I picked it up when the when the market dropped to like forty three five. What was in the last in the last two in the last two years, Robin? What's the cheapest price you've gotten Bitcoin at? You've been able to scoop Bitcoin. Was two it this- years? Yeah, I got uh, I well, I dollar cost average every month. I buy I buy Bitcoin. So you have it on just automatic buy. No, no. I, I, as soon as I see my paycheck deposit, I just because I, I don't like to automatic buy. Yeah. I, I'd rather see where the the market is, and then I put my limit order in. Okay. So if, like, for instance, uh, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get uh I'm gonna get some cash. I get I get paid every two weeks, basically, with some other venture job thing business I got. Anyways. Uh, oh, we got somebody new in here, uh, Mister uh, Ramen. 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 Ramen and Company. Ramen Hola! And company. Welcome to Sin City Crypto, the home of the most entertaining and non-boring cryptocurrency channel out there. Uh, but um, no, so basically, uh, once a month, uh, I take, uh, I take, I, I, I say the 15th for an example, it's usually in the middle of the month. Uh, it doesn't land on the 15th exactly. Anyways, I uh, put, my, put my buy order in, a uh, couple thousand dollars, and then... And then I just uh, I see where I see where the price target is. Say Bitcoin's at forty five thousand, I'll put in a buy order at forty three eight or something, okay. and then I'll let it sit there. If it doesn't execute within where do like you, three days, I'll just <clears throat> what platform do you use? Coinbase Pro. Coinbase Pro. Okay. Uh, just because Coinbase <clears throat> Coinbase lets you remove 
pretty quickly. Uh, so I like to have liquid cash because I like to move things off exchange. And if it's on Binance, there's sometimes they're Binance like, takes forever. Like 10 dude. days sometimes, man. I'm like, Voyager bro. takes forever. KuCoin takes forever. Not that I don't trust the platform. I just like to, I don't know. You never know, man. Maybe maybe all of a sudden there's a, a world war and I need to cash out or something, you know. I want I want I want I want my BTC on my on my USB. And uh I like it. That's right. BTC on my USB. Baby. So uh Ramen said he uh so we Ramen, we like to give nicknames on the show. We were we want to call you Ramen. We love Ramen. It's delicious. If that's okay with you. If it's not, let us know. You like the miso ramen or that that clear broth ramen? I like the miso ramen. I like that show you. It's like it's spicy. too rich for me, man. I like spicy ramen. You know, I, I like I like the the show you ramen. I I'm more of a pho guy. You're more of a fud guy. Okay, so I never had pho until Robin introduced me. He took me to this place in Vegas. They no had, bros, what's up? They had this pickled garlic and jalapenos. Do you remember that? I do. That place. Oh, that was. I know that. And the thing was, was so is, we fire. used to go there so much. We thought that the pickled garlic was a standard. So every time we went to another pho restaurant, we're like, you got pickled garlic, and they're looking <laughs> they're at, looking at, at us, us like we're like crazy. crazy. They're like, uh, why would we pickle garlic, and yeah. why do you need that? <laughs> like, like first um, of all, your boy got hot breath. Right here. Not, not me, but this boy right here. And uh, one thing he doesn't need is pickled garlic. I'm just gonna. So Ram, we know Ramen subscribed. Thank you, my friend, because he said he's a 659 club. Uh, are you? Uh, are you from? Did you find us from around the blockchain? Let us know. We're curious. Either way, welcome. We're excited to have oh, you. There's Nick. Nick. Welcome back, man. Nick, will you confirm you received your $25 in Bitcoin for everyone, please? Hey, when we get to 21 viewers in the uh, chat, we're going to give out $50 in BTC for people that have already typed in the chat. Yeah, and then HP said uh, he buys Bitcoin every $5,000 level, up or down. $5,000 level? Yeah. So, let's oh, say okay, you take yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, if he gets yeah, to 48, yeah. he'll buy. If it drops down to 37, he'll buy. Right. I think dollar cost averaging, I mean, you really can't go wrong, especially if you plan on holding long-term anyways, which you should with cryptocurrency. It shouldn't be a try-to-get-rich-overnight type of thing. You should believe in it. This is an investment. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody. People treat it like it's a lottery ticket, and I don't understand yeah. why. I was talking to somebody that got in. I think they got in the SHIB or something. They're just asking me like about projects. It seemed a little burnt out. They're like, well, my portfolio's down, and I'm just like... And uh, I'm like, do you have a 401k? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do you plan on cashing it out this month? I'm like, no. I'm like, do you plan on cashing it out this year? I'm like, no. I'm like, it's for retirement, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's what crypto is. <laughs> like, it's an investment. Put into it like it's a 401k. Put into it like it's a retirement. Stop messing with it. Simple as that. I buy my Bitcoin. I don't care what the price is this month versus last month. I don't care what altcoins are doing. Like. I buy altcoins too separately, but every month I buy my Bitcoin. And what do I do? I remove it from the exchange. I put it on USB. And it goes in. It goes in a in my my uh in my bunker, bro. I got I got a crypto in bunker. Bunker. Yeah, it's an underground uh area fifty one Las Vegas style bunker, baby. Yeah. You know, hey, first of all, Putin, what's up, bro? You ain't gonna blow me or my or my wallet up. That's all I'm saying. And you can't hack it because I disconnected it from the network. How you doing? So um. <laughs> I'm actually, so I, I was kind of sneak, pe sneak peeking at the chart. I think we'll talk about it later. All right, let's kind of go over the markets here, just generally. Go ahead and pull up my laptop. We have Bitcoin. We, wow, we've turned red since I have started this segment of our show. We are now down a quarter of a percent. Now we're green again. 
Now we're green again. Red again. Green again. Uh, Bitcoin, 43.7. We have Ethereum still under 3K. 3K seems like a pretty big uh, resistance level for Ethereum. But with so much happening on the network, when it blows past it, it'll blow right past it. I, I don't see it having an issue. Like Cardano will have a big, big, big problem. Big, take a long time to get over a dollar. Uh, huge res resistance there. And I think it'll take longer for them to break that than for Ethereum to break 3,000. Uh, BNB 407 down. Uh, everything's down quarters of a percent. So I'm not going to mention those. XRP sitting at 76 cents. Terra Luna still. Oh, you know, I got a buy order on Cardano at 92 cents. Hey, like well, you're almost there, buddy. Yeah. 93 cents. Uh, Terra Luna, man, has been on an absolute tear. It went from tear Luna. Robin's on one today. We're all on one today. Um, no, but seriously, what what was it? Fifty bucks like six days ago, five six days ago, hmm. and we talked about it. And Robin keeps saying when the markets are down, Terra Luna tends to go up, and obviously when the markets go up, it goes up as well. And here we see it also. It also uh, it's when there's high volume, so it's not so much. That when it goes down, when it goes down, it goes. Terra Luna goes down as well, but when it's slowly bleeding out, and when it's slowly, when you're seeing lower lows and lower highs, gradually people start cashing out and and removing their uh, their position. Uh, and so when you go to buy, kind of the same thing. You start stable coining, so that way you can you got purchasing power. So, anyways, it's it's not always just on on the way down, uh, but when when Bitcoin goes down, everything goes down, Terra Luna included. Yeah. But when it starts to bounce back, uh, when it starts to uh, consolidate, that's when you see Terra Luna starting to start to move. Uh, you know, a uh, quick quick little thing here. Um, Bitboy yesterday when I, I was talking to him, yeah, before the show, and I was like, "Yeah, bro, when are you gonna come on the show?" And uh, he seemed, he seemed uh, I don't know if he was just being nice, but he seemed, it sounded like he might come on the show. So yeah. what we need is we need our Sin City Crypto fam here. Message old Ben boy. You know, drop, drop some messages in the chat. Let him know that uh, we called him out. And uh, we'd like him to come over here. Say hello. Come say hello to the community. We have 15 viewers, bro. Okay. We're six away from opening up. Okay. Door. Six We about to have that Vegas party, baby. If I had a bottle of champagne, I would just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a story. I got a story. Okay. David's story time. David's story time. My my brother. So you know those escape rooms where you go and you got to solve clues and stuff. So my brother, his friend was an owner of one of these, and so he had talked to him. He wanted to post his fiance, his girlfriend at the time. So they did a special one for for my brother and his soon to be fiance. And he comes up to me, goes, "Hey, I want you to be my best man." I was like, "Oh, thank you." Bottle bottle of two thousand and nine Dom Perignon for six hundred bucks. I take it to the place. I'm like, put this in your fridge. When we come out of it, everyone's going to be there. Surprise. We'll open up the champagne. Long story short, we get to the end. I open the door. Who do I see in the corner with the bottle of champagne? My mom. And what is she doing? Shaking. I'm like, mom, if you do not put that champagne <laughs> down right now, I swear to God, I will disown you. This is not a $10 bottle of champagne you want to spray everywhere. This is freaking Dom Perignon, six hundred dollars. Put it. I yelled at her. I felt bad afterwards, but there's my story. Yeah, she, is, Yay. she, she shook up a uh, six hundred dollars. Dude, she's like over here, like I'm like, dude, put the freaking champagne. Like, go down. grab the two like, liter of Coca Cola. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Shit, Stop man. Around. Stop playing, mom. Mama's. I love you, mom. Love you. All right. Um, we should. Uh, you know what? We should get. 
Let's get a bottle of uh, let's get a do- bottle of Dom P. Okay. We'll put it here on the uh, on the desk. Okay. We're just gonna keep it right here, right where this action figure is. We're gonna put a bottle of Dom P. Okay. And when we get to a thousand subscribers, we're gonna open it up on the show. How's that sound? You down? Yeah. It's a good idea. I like it. Okay. All right. We got a new person in the chat. Where is it? Berlin. Ah. Berlin. Hola. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. Home of the most entertaining and uh, sometimes pointless conversation that has nothing to do with crypto. But we keep it fun and juicy. That's right. That's right. Welcome to the crypto fam. We're excited to have you. Where are you watching us from? Curious to know. Where in the world or in the U.S.? Maybe Berlin. (laughs) That would make too much sense. Who was it? You know what? Before we went live... What? Before before we were on uh before we went live on around the blockchain, oh Mac and God. Cheesy was like Mac and Cheesy was like, Hey, uh where uh where you where are you uh broadcasting from? And I'm like, I didn't even say nothing. I was just like <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm just like Oh man. That was that was a fun show yesterday, bro. Seriously, you did a great job, man. Good job. Uh, dude, did awesome. Crypto Face not look like uh dude. he looked like uh things. He looked like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's a given. But he he looked like Tropic uh, Thunder. The Tropic Thunder uh <laughs> I'm a lead farmer. <laughs> All right, so Tropic Thunder, we're getting so off topic here, but it's Wednesday, it's hump day. We want to have some fun. If you guys have ever seen Tropic Thunder, Put a one in the chat. You know what? It is my Here, all-time here's, favorite here's, movie here's ever. Here's a couple things with Tropic Thunder. Okay, it, it's been movie. blacklisted. I mean, you can't you can't Come see on, it. You man. can't see it. Okay, you got Robert Downey Jr. face paint. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, he also drops the R word, and a lot of no. times. But unfortunately, uh, it's. I mean, they they ousted the Disney movie because uh, because of racial stuff as sad. well. So. I'm not saying I agree with the racial slurs. I'm just saying like that oh, movie was else. so good. Sonfields, hola, welcome to Sin City Crypto. HP, HP, bringing the heat. HP, inviting people in. That's right, guys. Invite your friends. Invite your family. Have them come in. Say hi to the chat. We opening up the club today. All right. So I want to ask you this question, Robin. Hey, Paso. Out of, let's just take. I'm not even gonna say out of. What do you think will be the most talked about? crypto that's not ethereum or bitcoin this year good or bad what do you think will be the most talked about this this year 2022 2022 what's going to be the most hyped up project not necessarily hyped up it could be just the most talked about people just are talking about it whether it's good whether it's bad i don't know i i don't think there's going to be any new price i don't think there's gonna be any new projects that that shine i just don't think there's enough retail fomo right now to take a project that isn't um isn't in the forefront and 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 bring it up uh basically right now who who is trading crypto right now who who is in it's these long-term hodlers they found the projects they're interested in they're they've embedded themselves in that community uh you're not gonna all of a sudden bring in a couple million people that don't know what to invest in and all of a sudden they start picking this new project <clears throat> and these hodlers or these people that have been around been through some cycles they got their projects you got your cardano homers you got your xrp army you have your uh, ethereum your your bitcoin maxis these people aren't <clears throat> gonna move move into something else and now not to say that there won't be another project but 
the next bull run or when things start picking up again, I don't, I don't think, I think right now we just have a continuation. I think this is kind of like the, the long-term consolidation. That's the cycle. Like everyone's talking about, oh, oh, Bitcoin cycle, you know, big run up, blow off top, crash. It's, it's too much money in here now. You know, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, it trades more like Wall Street now. Yeah. And in Wall Street, uh, there is big pullbacks. There are big crashes, but it's like every like eight to 10 years, 12 years, things like that. And even then, uh, ex with the exception of the housing crash, I mean, most of the time you just go into a bear market and you just get, you just go through a, a gradual decline. And then uh, there's things that happen and you, and you do a reversal. And then over time you have more of a bull market. I, I think crypto is in that same boat and everybody wants to label Everybody wants to look at what Bitcoin did. They're talking about, oh, we had a double top in 2013. Bro, no, how big was the network in 2013? There was like, it was like a hundred thousand people trading Bitcoin. Baby like, yeah, it, non, you know what I mean? Like, that's like talking about what Wall Street did in uh, 1922. Like, it's irrelevant to what we're what is going on now. Yeah, and so to look back at 2012 and talk about that cycle, uh. Looking back at 2015, 2016, 2017, even then it was still a baby or an infant compared to what it is now. Uh, and so, I love babies. I think uh, you like babies. Love babies. Babies are cute. Yeah, big old chubby cheeks. Chubby, ooh, chubby babies are my favorite. Mm -hmm. Real quick, zombie, welcome back. Leon, welcome back. So this is the second time Leon's asked about a, a forex cup and handle. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's a special cup and handle called forex, or if you're just referring to the forex markets, but. This is what a cup and handle looks like. It's a U-shaped and then a handle that kind of tilts down. It is a bullish signal. This Now, this is one of the longer patterns. Takes a long time to completely fulfill. But it's pretty, it's pretty dead on accurate. So if you see a cup and handle like this, expect it to break to the upside. It does about 90% of the time. Okay? All right. So for me, to answer my own question, I think it's Cardano. I think... Between two things, I think people are going to talk about it in a negative way. The price isn't moving. Why isn't it at $10? Why isn't it at $20? They're doing nothing. The project's dead. And then on the other side, you're going to have the homers, the people that see what's going on behind the scenes. They're already doing big things in Africa. The lending protocol is launching the Ethereum. Um, the bridge is on its, it's in its test net. So good, bad. I think it's going to be the most talked about crypto in 2022. I can definitely see Cardano slipping out of the, well, it's almost out of the top 10, sitting at number nine. I think Avalanche is going to, I don't know, never mind. Man. Avalanche is about 11 billion away. No, I, I said it yesterday on the, uh, around the blockchain, man. Last yeah, you year. You made a good point, man. You made a really good point. Last year, everybody, was, nobody would shut up about Cardano. Yeah. He including was, you. Every, every YouTuber. Including you. And everybody, <laughs> it was just this giant hype craze, and uh, everybody was, was FOMOing in. Dollar ten, dollar eighty, two dollars. Nobody well, foaming in at three dollars. Yeah, and so it's like it's eighty cents. Right now it's ninety cents, but it was at eighty cents just last week. Yeah, like come on now, like solid project. Then you know the DAPs are coming. It's it's functional. It's working. Good team. Let me ask you this question, right? Because I feel like some people in the crypto community, and I'm not saying are people in the chat, but 
a lot of people in the crypto space investors are very fickle right would like if a project launches super fast price goes up and then they have issues people complain when the project every takes blockchain time, has that has issues to do to do it the right way and to decrease the amount of issues it has people complain and there is no happy middle ground so what, you, what has been the complaint of cardano well it's been that, that the, the, net, the network is well, yeah. what i'm saying like it's moving too slow are they really doing anything the network is congested ethereum's network has been congested for four years they've been at a hundred percent freaking traffic uh, every time you put in a gas order every time you're paying that gas price is because you're outbidding somebody at the bottom that can't get into the network yeah so you're literally at 100% capacity on Ethereum since the dawn of time, and everybody's trying to outbid each other for the gas wars. That's how, that's how the price of gas comes in. If the, if the network, theoretically, if the network wasn't at 100% congestion, your transaction gas fee would only be what the transaction fee is. Yeah. So less than a dollar. That's why you look. That's why people are like, well, that's why Tron is. Uh, that's why Tron is cheap. Who said Tron yesterday? On Harmony the is cheap. Was that, was that yeah, Crypto well, Face? Well, no, not, I don't want to bring in Harmony. That's that's not really. Was that Crypto Face yesterday? That yeah. <clears throat> he said Tron is his uh, his go to, right? But anyways, what I'm saying is that if you if you get a network, and it's not at max capacity, then the the transactions are dirt cheap, and the the model that Ethereum has is that. You're at 100% congestion, so you can only do, I think it's uh, 11 transactions uh, uh, per second. Uh, so you got 11 transactions per second going through. And uh, I, you know what? I, I don't know. Can you check it? I, I don't know uh, how many transactions per second For what? Ethereum is. I, th oh, I think it's, it was it's 30. Is it 30? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so you got 30 transactions per second. And do up to 30 per second. And so if you have a, 100 people trying to execute a transaction then currently oh god currently it does 4.61 but it, yeah but it I, supposedly can do up to 30 I, I heard 11 at some point but that's sad bitcoin does five transactions per second too that's sad four yeah. transactions a second oh terrible okay are we even gonna get in our hot take it's been 30 minutes we are we're getting into our hot take right now let's roll it right into our hot take that's hot Wake up, baby. Hey. Robin, what's the hot take today, my dude? Well, well, not only are my armpits hot, but I got a really good hot take here. So, uh, <laughs> you know, hold on. Uh, we we used to, um, our intro used to say, coming live from Las Vegas, the sweaty armpit of America. That, that was not our intro. You said that one time <laughs> when we were first launched our channel in your loft and i thought it was hilarious but we never use it again I'm happy we haven't coming live from the sweaty armpit of america las vegas uh no so today's uh hot take is brought to you by kellogg's That's what not brought to you by anybody all right what's the hot take man come on you're the one that normally reads the hot take okay yeah so you're reading it today. you're messing up my flow today man all right so the hot take today is is bitcoin going to close march the end of the month green or red where are we at where we'll say over forty five thousand or under forty five thousand now that's i'd say let's let's, no, let's wait, shoot I'll, for I'll send it over to you first let's shoot for 50. no no it's green or red month bro simple as that month the price of price in march was forty five thousand. 
Okay. Or 44,000. Are we closing the march above four, above 44 or below, or below. 44? Green <clears throat> or red? Simple question. What we got? You're the TA guy here, bro. What we got? I'm looking at the chart. Why are you laughing over there, bro? You all right? Well, is Sammy back? Yeah, does Sammy sneak in here? <laughs> in a third account? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say we're going to close in the red. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I'm looking at the chart, and then I'm, I'll share my laptop with you guys so you guys can see what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the chart, and I'm just like... Triple top, that's not good. That's not good at all. And it's the same resistance level here. It's the 44 to 46. So... Barring anything like a spot ETF or the XRP case goes bye-bye or something big, I think we're going to struggle to get get outside of the zone. So I'm going to say we're going to end in the red. I hope I'm wrong. Here's a great thing about crypto is when you think the market's going down and you're wrong, you're happy. If you think the market's going down and it goes down, well, well I was right. So it kind of gives you some self-fulfillment. So I'm going to say we're going to close in the red. I already know what Santa Claus over here is going to say. Santa, what are you saying? Oh, you know, I already know, baby. Oh, wait. What's up? We had 22. We had 22? We had 22 viewers. We hit 22. We had, did we hit 22? I want to, I want to see 20. What, what was the all-time? You, you can see the, the stats. I thought we was about to open up the club. All right, so. All right, I'll check it right now. So for, for me, I, I'm, you already know. Your boy, he, he's super green. He's I'm super, super green. That's right. That's right. Your boy, your boy bullish here. And let me tell you something. I'm not just saying it on a whim. I'm not just saying it because I'm trying to get favoritism here because we all know I'm your favorite co-host here. But I am saying it because the fundamentals are lining up. We see that the population, the general population, the public, they're scared in Russia. The altercations and the wartime and the invasion in Ukraine we see that what that's doing to their currency and their monetary system. And there's little recourse besides moving your money into crypto. If, if you want to protect your buying power, you want to protect your savings, you have so many question marks. I mean, if you're a Ukrainian citizen, there's probably a good chance that Russia overtakes Ukraine, right? Don't you agree? I don't. Now, now, whether or not it happens, I'm just saying it's a possibility, yeah, regardless yeah. of how, how much you think it is, 80%, 10%, 1%, 99%, whatever it is, you got to realize that you're getting invaded by another country. And uh, there's at some point some likelihood that, that it, that'll happen or they'll be successful. And so if that happens, your entire money system is gone. The entire system. Whatever you have in your savings account, gone. Whatever you have in your checking account, gone. What you you're not gonna be able to buy stocks right now. You know, you you can't use so what are what are you gonna do? You either buy gold, an asset, you can't buy a house because what happens if uh Russia takes over? Right. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. what where where I'm at here is that there's no you have very few recourse. Precious metals, things of that nature, cryptocurrency. Yep. You can buy a Bitcoin and then if you gotta, if you gotta flee, you can go to another country, and then you can cash it out. You can, you can survive. And so, that's just, that's just, that's just one reason that we got in the green. And not to mention, you got institution, 
Uh, you never really had uh, the the big fall off for the bear market. We had the the big retracement. I mean, we we went down almost fifty percent of all time highs, uh, but we bounced back pretty quickly. And as I mentioned, I think we're just gonna trade sideways for a little while. <laughs> and, then, and then on the last day of March, we're gonna go up. Hey, I swear to you, bro, we hit twenty. We hit twenty two. I watched it. It said twenty two. I only saw, I only saw twenty on my side. A lot of people are saying we hit twenty one. Did we? Did we hit twenty one? You know, you HP, know what? We, HP. Did we hit twenty one? You know what? We're gonna take the word of the people. We're gonna take the word of the people. Let's open up the club. We got to our number. Let's go. <laughs> on my face all right so i i have an idea on the fairest way to give someone the bitcoin what's that i poured water all over my desk did you really did yeah, you, you get the see? microphone you didn't get any of the equipment did you does it matter what happened ah, to your one. three thousand dollar uh thing oh yeah so what happened was we opened up the club and uh, <laughs> i sprayed water everywhere <laughs> Um, actually, never mind. I was gonna say uh, we'll just I'll pick somebody. I was gonna say uh, I'm gonna scroll, I'm gonna scroll and hit the finger. No, 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 no. What you should do is you should write a number, and one to a hundred, the person that gets the closest, show the number, and then they. That's stupid, man. I'm just gonna scroll. I'm gonna drop my finger. Who, do it at the end, though. Do it at the end. Do it at the end. Do it at the end. Do it at the end of the show. Okay. Well, I already picked him. Okay, but don't say anything. Do it at the end of the show. Okay. And not someone who's already won the blockchain parlay. To make it it fair. doesn't matter. No, what? you come you, on, man. You can't just you can win. Spread the love, bro. I already picked him. Let no, me pick. The finger is chosen. The finger is chosen. No, don't say it, because then no. Just, All right. just Anyways, we uh, somebody in the chat just won fifty. No, I'm just gonna go ahead and give it away now. You know what? No, no, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna we ain't gonna th- we ain't gonna uh Okay. I'm not gonna drag this thing on and make people wonder. Russell, Russell, my boy Russell. We're sending you uh, fifty dollars in uh, Bitcoin. Congratulations. Thanks for hanging out with us. Okay, Russell. Uh, so there you go. Russell, you just you, uh, at the end of the uh, show, we'll, uh, we'll we'll link up with you. We'll get your uh, BTC wallet address, and then we'll uh, send uh, fifty dollars $50 in Bitcoin your way. Thank All you right. so much. I'm glad I'm glad the finger landed on Russell. He's been a long term, long time supporter. Yeah, uh, he's been in the chat uh, since almost day one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, congratulations to you, bro. Uh, we'll send you fifty dollars in Bitcoin, and uh, let's get let's get the show going. Awesome. What do we got? Talking points next? Right. Uh, yeah, let's get into talking points. Let's go. All right, first article here. Breaking news, Ukraine announces airdrop as crypto aid crosses $50 million. The Ukrainian government said on Tuesday it would airdrop crypto donated to the country's, uh, country's official wallet as donations cross $50 million. The country's official Twitter handle said an airdrop was confirmed and that a snapshot would be taken on March 3rd at 6 p.m. Kiev time, which is 4 p.m. General Mountain time. All right, and this is a, a tweet from... <clears throat> actually the country of Ukraine, the people of Ukraine fighting for our freedom are forever grateful to Gavin Wood for the generous donation of $5 million of Polkadot as promised. Thank you from all of us here in Ukraine working for a peaceful future. And then they go on to talk about the airdrop. So this is not really uh, anything you want to want to spend too much time on as far as a talking point, but 
just to kind of let you guys know if you donated thank you we we put a link in the chat yes yeah we put a link in the chat if you guys want to donate binance that's the binance's uh link so if you want to uh, donate we still need to send something we're going to send something by the end of the week yeah uh, we and got, here's what i love doing the show here's what but... i love about um about crypto donations right everything is public ledger so you don't ever donate money and worry if the people that actually you donated the money to got the money you can literally trace everything back they're doing the airdrop in two days right march 3rd no tomorrow they're doing it tomorrow so we can reference, we can check the blockchain, the ledger, so we know that money went to the people that, that we wanted the money There's to go to. There's been a lot of these set up. So you have Bitcoin, they had the, the public address. So the Ukrainian official Twitter account uh, posted a Bitcoin and Ethereum address uh, for taking donations. Uh, and you also have Shiba Inu join, join the, no, Dogecoin, excuse me. So Dogecoin is now- Don't say Dogecoin, I got PTSD. So Dogecoin has uh, uh, listed a address as well, and now you got Polkadot. Uh, there was another another one too. So uh, basically, all these communities are getting together, and uh, yeah, they're throwing down, man. Helping out helping the people out. of Ukraine. So good to see that. Um, I love it. So tomorrow, tomorrow's a big day. So hopefully, it helps out the people of Ukraine, the military, whatever, wherever the money's going. So, all right, next article: Fed Chair Jerome Powell. Didn't see this coming. The war underscores the need for crypto regulation. I swear to God, these limey, grimy snake of politicians and people in the freaking federal government here in the U.S. are so... Ugh, like, you're using a war in another country to say to, to push your agenda forward. We need crypto right. We've needed crypto regulation, whether there was a war or not a war. Stop trying to piggyback on something that's happening overseas to, to try to push your agenda. It's absolute horseshit. Anyways, back to the article. I fucking hate this. Fed Chair Jerome Powell said Russia's invasion of Ukraine could emphasize a need for cryptocurrency regulation to prevent sanctioned individuals, individuals from using cryptocurrency to ev evade sanctions. Uh, this is a quote from him. The Ukraine-Russia conflict underscored the need for congressional action on digital finance, including cryptocurrencies. We have this burgeoning industry, which has many parts to it, and there isn't in place the kind of regulatory framework that needs to be there. Robin? And the writing's on the wall. We've already talked about it earlier in the show. You see the need to protect your assets, your money. And there is no option for for the citizens of Ukraine. If all if the banking system just goes bye bye, so does your money. And so, unless you know a gold dealer, or you can go down to your local pawn shop, probably not. And so, your option, use that. Uh, I, Powell is obviously referencing, you know, this the the getting away from sanctions. Uh, so there's a, there is like over, I think it's $40 billion uh, that has been seized by the United States government and the EU from the Russian billionaires. Uh, so uh, if you... How much? Over $40 billion. So their total wealth, uh, there was another YouTube channel I was checking out. They said their total wealth was around 800 uh, $800 billion for all the, all the individuals 
that are that are sanctioned, all the the Russian oligarchs, and so all their wealth together, almost a trillion dollars. Uh, so a lot of these people are trying to protect their money, and um, you know what? So that that's that's their concern. Hey, they're like, hey, we we dropped sanctions on these people. They're subverting our sanctions. They're putting their money in crypto. Uh, you know what else they're gonna do? So you know it, it'll suck, man. Have you ever have you ever had your yacht seized? No, no. Just, I don't look forward. It's got to be a bad day, man. Yeah, we got a new person. You're like, damn it. We got, we got someone new in the chat. Oh, Lion. Hola. Welcome to Sin City Credit. We're just going to call you MGM from now on. Thank you. <laughs> gold and Lion, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Lion Gold, we man. We give everybody like nicknames it. here. good nickname. And uh, welcome back, Music. Good to see you back in here. And also, Fred, welcome back as well. MGM. Uh, That's dope. Yeah, man. That's dope. Uh, welcome to the most entertaining. We got a lot of new people in here. Yeah. I think... Uh, we like to give away free money, and on Fridays we do a blockchain parlay where you can win between fifty or upwards of a hundred dollars in Bitcoin just by picking two projects in the top one hundred you think are gonna be the best performing. So, welcome to all the new people. All right, so um, again, we need regulation. Don't use the freaking war to try to push your agenda forward. Stop it. All right, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Democratic senators ask Treasury to report on work on crypto. Wait, what? Democratic senators ask Treasury to, to report on work on crypto sanctions. Okay. Uh, like a mind meld reading that. Four members of the Senate Banking Committee are asking what the Treasury Department is doing about crypto in the context of sanctions policy. There are growing concerns that Russia may use cryptocurrencies to circumvent the broad new sanctions it faces from the Biden administration and foreign governments in response to its invasion of Ukraine. The letter reads, uh, which was a letter that was tweeted out by Senator Elizabeth Warren. The letter particularly highlighted decentralized finance as an area of concern, asking, quote, how has the growth of DeFi arrangements and services affected malign actors' ability to circumvent sanctions as well as OFAC's ability to enforce sanctions? All right. So, Robin, what are your thoughts? Um, I wasn't paying attention. You're not? Which article are we on? <laughs> I was... I was talking to producer about something over here. Donnie, I was, um, you distracted me. Oh, here we go. Uh, Democratic centers. I read the articles beforehand. So, so I, okay. know, I just forgot which one we're at. Uh, so ask Treasury to report on. Uh, okay. I don't know what the hell the Democrats got. Got an issue with cryptocurrency. You know, you're supposed to be representing the people, you know, the ideologies that Republicans are more business oriented. You know, you basically create a great corporate infrastructure and then in turn uh you entice companies come and and uh create jobs by you know basically if you can convince toyota to put a big ass headquarters here in the u.s you're gonna create a lot of jobs and then like that you're gonna empower the citizens blah 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 so now the democrats their thing is to tax the businesses and their make, thing is to and, tax and everything make and make it easier for the individuals so you get a lot of uh uh, a lot, a lot more tax breaks, more money to the people. And basically you support the population and then the population does good. And then in turn that drives business. So not to say that one, one ideology is right or wrong, 
But here's the thing. If you're trying to empower the people here, Democrats, if you're trying to, trying to diversify the wealth and get the lower class back to middle class and get the middle class back to upper class because there's been a transfer of money. There's been a transfer of wealth and we've seen the middle class go down to the lower class. So anyways, let people I don't, use an investment yeah, vehicles. Let people decide for themselves. Let people say, hey, I don't want to keep my money in a savings account. And I don't want to make my money work for me. And you know what? The stock market can be kind of confusing. But, but what is it? Okay, so everything you're saying is right. But what does it have to do with this article? That the Democrats want to they add uh, on the wrong article. So this, like every point you made was great. Yeah, I'm right. just saying this specific article you talks gonna, about. You know what I'm going to say here? What? Hola, Harry. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. Saved by uh, the new person. So home of unprepared analysts here. Uh, but. Uh, no, nah, I just kidding. No. So listen. Okay. So this article essentially says there's some Congress people that are, that are worried about what are, what is the government? What are regulations doing? to prevent countries like Russia who get handed down economic sanctions to not be able to circumvent those sanctions using cryptocurrency. So, you know, this has been a hot topic and, and it goes on to say that DeFi is an area of concern. And the quote was, how has the growth of DeFi arrangements and services affected malign actors' ability to circumvent uh, sanctions as well as OFAC's ability to enforce sanctions? So they're saying DeFi is an issue. DeFi is the reason that these governments are able to circumvent sanctions and it's hindering OFAC's ability to enforce sanctions. So, well, it, it's just a, the natural evolution of moving over from the traditional system to the new system. So, we're removing power from the government. And in doing so, there's positives and negatives. So, if you're removing the power of the sanctions as an example that's just a side effect so um you, you can't just pick and choose what parts of a new network you want to use right uh you know if you're gonna have wide stream adoption of the internet uh you're gonna have things that you might not like like fake news uh, people's opinions uh you might have uh terrorist things happen it's all part of the game but you can't necessarily censor the whole damn thing because of certain variables that you don't agree with. And so are there positives and negatives to adopting crypto on a global stage between governments? Uh, yes. Do the positives outweigh the negatives? Hell yeah. I mean, look what's going on in Canada. Look what's going on around the world. It's, it's a mess. And so, you know what? Stop harping on, on, on the things that are always negative. See what works better. What, where does the pendulum swing? Is it more beneficial to adopt something knowing that you're going to have a few setbacks? Yes, that's my opinion. So, Yeah, I think, um, are you going to be able to pass something that will 100% stop governments from circumventing sanctions with cryptocurrency? Probably not. There's, there's always going to be loopholes, as there are in the current monetary system right now. Um, so we'll see. But I do agree. Something definitely needs to be. Because if you're trying to help stop a war in, in Ukraine by doing sanctions, 
and Russia is just going to circumvent those with crypto, then there's no point, right? It's bad for the Ukrainian people. It's bad for the whole world. It's bad for everyone. It's good for Russia, but that's not the point. So we definitely need to see something. I just don't trust these politicians to come up with something that makes sense. That is my biggest concern. Yeah. Do I think we need more regulation? Yes. Do I think we need taxes? Yes. Right? If you make money, you should pay taxes. Okay? But you just like, you don't know. These guys are so... You can buy these guys with a pizza and a Big Mac from McDonald's. And these are the people that are... I ain't eating no breakfast today, bro. You better calm down, okay? That are getting millions of dollars put in their pockets to create laws and regulations that benefit the people that are paying them. So I don't trust them to do the right thing and come up with the right regulation, the right tax code. That, that's my only concern, but yeah. let's move on. Federal Reserve, this guy again? God, so ugly. Didn't we just leave this damn dude's face? That's what I'm saying, bro. But now he's talking about rate hikes. Federal Reserve Chairman Policy's rate hike this month as, quote, appropriate. Wow, we agree on one thing. There, There's, so... There's this going on. There's this narrative. There's this people, going on. Is it, there's this going on. He's, he's uh, yeah, something's going on up in here. Let me tell you something. So now this is narrative going on that hey, now that there's an altercation in Russia and Ukraine, uh, now that there's an invasion, war, whatever you want to call it, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna raise interest rates. Let's not kid ourselves. Inflation's out of control. It's only gonna get worse because of the wartime events. Uh, and the simplest and easiest and fastest and smartest way of addressing it is to raise interest rates. People stop borrowing money they can't afford to pay back. And it's very simple. How, do, how, does, how does the government raise money? Okay, you, you got the GDP, but the, the, one of the biggest ways is that they lend out money to the banking system. And then in turn, the banking system pays an interest rate. Just in the same way that I go take out a loan, the banks do the same thing. But instead of the banks borrowing it from another bank, they borrow it from the U.S. government. And the government has their federal interest rate. Uh, so that's a huge, huge revenue stream for the country. And so if you're trying to balance your books, if you're trying to uh, pay for all of the things that you keep printing money out for, Here's the thing, they keep printing, they keep coming out with all these new proposals, all these new infrastructure bills and all this money printing, and they're not bringing in revenue to cover the cost. That's where the inflation comes in at. And so as much as it kind of sucks to take a punch in the face or the gut for raising inflation, I mean, for raising the interest rate, it's all part of the broader economics. And unfortunately, I don't, you know, yes, I'm in cryptocurrency, but I don't want to see inflation get out of straight control. I don't want to see inflation just just run rampant for the simple fact that, hey, it's good for my portfolio. You know what? I want to see your country prosper. I want us to see us be an economic powerhouse, and we're losing that slowly. And our biggest revenue stream is the money that we lend out to the banks. And the banks, don't don't kid yourself. They're charging you. You go take out a 30-year mortgage, you're paying two times what, what the house is worth at the end of the mortgage. Take out a $300,000 loan or mortgage on a 30 years, you're paying back like $580,000. That's absurd. That's ridiculous. And then, and then on top of that, that money that they're lending you, they got it from the government and they're charging them 0% interest. 
that's where the this is where the, the system is broken. And so, okay, I understand why we went from 2% down to zero. It, it makes sense because nobody was working because of our March shutdown. But that was in 2020. We're 2022. Three months, three, two years, man. It is time to get the revenue stream back into this country because we're like, we're like that deadbeat dad here that is just like, ain't got no job, but yet he's, he's racking up the credit card bills, buying things he don't need to be buying. You don't need the Gucci belt. You ain't got no job, bro. You ain't bringing in no money. Like, stop it. That's that's my issue with this, man. And I'm not sitting here saying, hey, we should uh, increase the uh, interest rate to 10%. I'm not. Just make some kind of money to pay for all the things that you're sending out. I have an, I have an idea. It's so simple. You wonder why you didn't think about it. Print more money. Just print more money. Right, Robin? That's literally what I just... Get out of here, man. I will throw something at you, bro. Not in the movie. All right, let's get back to the article. <laughs> um, Okay, before I get back to the article, sorry, Donnie. Hey, Crypto Sensei's back in here, bro. What up, Eagle Fang? You know, I, you know, he was there for the, uh, the first blockchain parlay. He never returned, man. Yeah. He doesn't like free money, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so I was going to ask, who's worse? Well, where'd DFib at? We're over DFib. Who's worse? Gary Gensler or Jerome Powell? Like, if, if they're both standing in front of you and oh, you could man. fight one of them, who would you fight? Oh, I'm going man. Gensler. Yeah, for sure. Man. No, no, no. Here, here, Jerome Powell, he's just trying to make everybody happy. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. He's trying to... because Okay, so Jerome Powell was a Republican. He was appointed by Donald Trump. He was appointed by a Republican president. Yes. And he is the first, uh, what is his position? The federal chairman. Fed so chair. he was the first Fed chair to get reappointed by another president because, you know, they set up the cabinet. In another. In a, in a different, in an opposing party. So the Democratic Party. So how did he do this? He did this because. He did it because he, he kept everybody happy. No, no, that's not, why, that's not why they did that. They did that because the last thing they want to do in times of uncertainty and, and crazy inflation is to change Fed chairs. That is exactly why. No, I, my, my opinion is that he's a people pleaser. And what does a people pleaser do? He hands out. He gives, he gives out. And he gives out money. And he keeps freaking printing. And uh, Betty, yeah, so that's what I got. No, I disagree with you. Literally, like you can read about it, they literally just didn't want to change a Fed chair in the middle of the economy being in the shits. So, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. All right, back to the article while we tell each other. Uh, federal, this is the same article, by the way, about the Fed chair raising interest rates. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell is telling U.S. lawmakers Wednesday that the U.S. Central Bank is on track to raise interest rates this month for the first time in three years because of high inflation, a tight labor market, and strong economic demand. Quote, with inflation well above 2%. Ha! Huh! Did this dude say with inflation well above 2%? <laughs> More like 10%. And this is why I said what I said. We can't trust these fucking assholes to do the right thing, to tell us the right thing, to tell us the truth. With inflation well above 2%. 
What was inflation last month, Robin? Seven point. What was it the no- month before? Seven point six percent. What was it for the entire year of of twenty twenty one? Six point eight percent. Stop the bullshit. Well above two percent. My ass. God, fuck. I I'm trying to do a better job of not cursing, but sometimes I'm sorry I can't help myself. They're forecasting with this Ukraine Russia uh, conflict. They're forecasting over eight percent to come out this. Yeah, month. I believe it, and I think that number is still low. Yeah, I yeah. think it's closer to 10, 11%. I think it's closer to 15, 20. We're like a third world country now. Uh, the price of everything has went up more than 6%. Oh, 100%. Price of gas yeah. is up like 50%. Uh, and if you go back to 2020, uh, it was uh, up, uh, it's up over 100%. You know, it's gotten so bad that Arizona, Arizona teas that are always have on their can 99 cents, they had to raise their price. If a if a company and a brand hasn't Hold raised on. their price, Hold on. Arizona teas ain't nine cents anymore. No, this some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit says the dawn of time has been ninety nine cents. <laughs> if I want to consume way too many grams of sugar in a large can format, that's what I'm I should saying, be able to though. do it for just ninety nine cents. If they're raising their if they're raising the price of something they haven't touched the price on for years. You know inflation is bad. Anyways, with inflation well above 2% in a strong labor market, we expect it will be appropriate to raise a target range for the federal fund rate at our meeting later this month, said Powell. Although many traders have already priced in a possible rate hike in March after the central bank hinted at such an outcome, after the most recent FOMC in February, questions remain as to the magnitude of any rate hike. So Robin said this on Around the Blockchain yesterday. They were talking about when the when the interest rates do get raised, what's going to happen to the price? And what did you say, Robin? I don't, don't want to. This is all baked in already, man. There is an expectation from Wall Street and general economists that we are going to raise our interest rates 0.25 or 0.5% or 25 basis points or 50 billion, whatever, however you want to say. Anyways, it's coming this month. And this has been determined as far back as December. January, which happens to coincide with the same time that the, uh, the stock market dropped. So that was in reaction to the expectation of, the, of, of it dropping. So it's already baked in. It's already accounted for. Now, let's say, for example, that came out of March and we went up 1.5% or 1%. Yes, at that point, it's a shock. It's, it's, it's outside the expectations. Uh, then you would see crypto, the stock market, the global economy probably take a step back for that reason. But we're expecting this. It's coming. It's already baked in. Just like when here in Vegas, we love, we love, love our Vegas analogies. You go to the sports book and you're like, hey, I'm going to bet on this game because I just found out it's going to rain. And I think now the price, I think the score is going to be less than what is posted. Because they're not, you don't score as many points when it rains. So you walk up to the counter and you're like, ha, I'm going to take it to under. The price is already baked in. They already expect that. The analysts, the, the smart people, they already understand that because of the weather conditions have changed, they also change the number of the game. So they already account, they've already accounted for the fact that the, the, the score isn't going to be as high. So pull it back. So it's the same here in economics. You think you all of a sudden know something nobody else does? Like, hey, man, they about to raise these interest rates by 20.25%. The market's going to crash. No, everybody's already expecting it. So there you go. That's my, that's my take. All I'm saying is I hate our government officials. All right. 
we're going on to our next article. This is pretty big. Uh, Airbnb, which is one of the leading... What are they? Leading... Um, uh, you know, you, I, you know what? I, here, here, real quick. Here's a, here's a little uh, side story here. Is it story time? Sure, why not? Go ahead. Roll, roll the story time. Let's go. So I came to the realization that these new these new companies here are basically the new decentralization of the corporate world. And when I say the new decentralization of the corporate world, just like we're taking the old government system where you had money tied, only being only being controlled by the government, you now you have a privatized system where I control the money. I decide. The people decide how money is going to be spent and moved around. And the same thing can be said when you look at Uber, when you look at Airbnb, these companies, there's no longer a need for a taxi company. Do you see do you see taxis in, in Vegas that much anymore? Not not as much as I used to. No, things are gone. Not even close. Why? Because it's been decentralized. There was a centralized entity, which was the was the cab company. And that centralized entity, we found out it's cheaper, it's easier, it's more efficient, and you give the power to the average citizen to run that company. And is the same as running your own finances. And so story time is essentially about uh, cryptocurrency today, unfortunately. Normally, my story time is way on some weird tangent. That might be a good thing. <laughs> but uh, do, you, do you agree, David? Yeah, I agree. I mean, do, do you kind of relate with Uber and Airbnb? Well, you're cutting out the middleman. You're cutting out, you're right? cutting, not the middleman, you're cutting out the, the big man. And just like, oh, yeah, you, yeah, just, right. yeah so just like crypto is cutting out the government from controlling finances. And giving the power to the people, uh, instead of you having to call a weird phone number and be on the phone and be like, "I need a taxi here at a corner of blah blah blah," and then you wait. The I, the last time I caught a taxi, it was probably four or five years ago, maybe maybe longer. Mine was longer, bro. Anyways, I called a taxi, and it took over one hour for the taxi to get there. It was like an hour and thirty minutes, and from that point forward, I was like, never again. That was the last time I called a taxi. And so faster, more efficient, cheaper uh, when you give power to the citizens. Uh, and so, yeah, that's my story time. So. Thank you, Robin, for that. You're welcome. All right, we're moving on. We're uh, running a little long today, so we'll speed it up. Airbnb looking to support crypto while focusing on free housing for 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. Airbnb confirms that it is looking to support cryptocurrency. The company has also offered to provide housing for up to 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. This is absolutely amazing. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The CEO of Airbnb, Brian Chesky, talked about crypto and his company's efforts to help the Ukrainian refugees in an interview. Uh, and in here, Airbnb, uh, this is uh, Chesky was asked if Airbnb supports crypto since some of uh, some people in Ukraine are trying to take payments in crypto following Russia's invasion, and he replied, Airbnb is, I mean, I am personally supportive of the idea of crypto, of course. I think it's really interesting technology. We are absolutely looking into this and specific to this crisis. How huge would it be if you can pay for your Airbnb in crypto? You know what, Robin? Why don't you go ahead and start on this? I'm going to pull up some numbers. 
I'll tell you the two parts of it, you know, hats off to uh, Airbnb for providing shelter for all the refugees. So uh, they're trying to provide a place to stay, some comfort for the, was it 10,000 uh, different refugees? from 100,000. Was it 100,000? 100,000. 100,000 refugees from, oh, that's, that's badass, man. We need, we need more companies, uh, more individuals to, um, to lend a helping hand. Uh, the Ukrainian citizens didn't ask for this. Even the Russian citizens didn't ask for that either. But So in 2019, there was 200, and this is three years ago. Actually, let me look at 2020. So in 2019, there was $272 million transacted on Airbnb. Imagine if a third of that was, or not a third, maybe a tenth of that was cryptocurrency. People aren't, just like, just like for example, you can go to the Mavs game and pay in Doge. How many people are actually going there and transacting? But imagine this, Rob. Imagine, right? You, you don't, it, it, right now, in the short term, no way, no, no shape, or there's no, there's no chance there's going to be a third of the people transacting in crypto. Not, at least not in the next five years. And yeah. we're just not there yet. How, how many times have you bought stuff with crypto? You know, you know what? The last time we bought something in crypto was our tickets to Miami That's to the right. Bitcoin conference, baby. Yeah. Uh, they gave us like, what was it? 40% off? 30% discount. 30% off? It was still 1500 bucks. It was 1600 bucks. So our $2,000 ticket went down to uh, 1500 bucks. 1500 bucks. Uh, Russell keeps uh, referencing that there was a, uh, a hack on Bitcoin today. A hack on Bitcoin? Uh, or a loophole. Some kind of loophole. It was probably, you know... Bitcoin hasn't been hacked ever. Uh, there was some vulnerabilities that got patched up. But if there was a loophole, it was probably with an application yeah. running on top of it. Um, we got a new person. We got Bilal in the chat. Ali. Hola. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. We're still calling him the champ. El Campeon. Ali, Ali champ. El Campeon. He said he's watching us from Pakistan. That's awesome. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah. I, I love the... You know what I love about crypto, too? Is how, like, borderless it is. You know, we got people from India, Pakistan, mm -hmm. Canada. That's right. Ukraine. Uh, not Ukraine. Um, Australia. Australia. We got uh, Berlin and Berlin. Right? is Australian for beer. If you're from Australia and that was a good accent, please put a one in the chat. Thank you very much. Um... All right, I'm going to move on. So obviously with this article, Airbnb, one of the largest housing companies in that sector. And if they start accepting cryptocurrency, this is going to be absolutely huge. More and more companies and, and, and sectors of the market will fall in line. And the more use cases you have for crypto, it will drive the price up. All right. I'm going to pull up. Uh, I'm going I'm to see if there's some news on this Bitcoin thing. If there was, let, let me say something. If there was any kind of big loophole with Bitcoin, they would any, all the over price the would tank. It would, yeah, and it would be all over the news. Like if there was a big, uh, especially for, for Bitcoin having such a, uh, a record with no stains on it, um, it, would, it would straight dump. But, HP said he wouldn't pay his taxes in crypto, which is what Colorado's offering. So what if they gave you a 20% discount? If you pay your taxes in crypto, HP, we'll give you 20% discount. What would you do? All right, let's move on while Robin looks up uh, this Bitcoin thing. Meta says its metaverse ambitions won't be possible without better cellular networks. <clears throat> Mark, the robot Zuckerberg, 
Meta's founder and CEO said, quote, creating a, yeah, haven't you heard he's, some people think he's a robot. He's Anyways. Kind of he's a weirdo. on the personality. He's, he's a weirdo. Uh, said, creating a true sense of presence in virtual worlds delivered to smart glasses and VR headsets will require massive advances in connectivity. Man's right. Meta has said that its grand ambition of building the ultimate metaverse won't be possible if there aren't drastic improvements today in today's telecom networks. We're working closely with our colleagues to think about what's the next step in terms of innovation, adding that Meta is also working with cellular partners. Well, here's the good news. This company, N-Man, has so much freaking money that they can single-handedly upgrade the entire network themselves. So this is the benefit of having giants like Meta, like Apple, like Microsoft come into the cryptocurrency space. They bring their money. They bring their resources. They bring their talent. So this is great. Uh, I know a lot of people aren't fa are fans of Meta. I'm not a fan of Meta or Facebook myself, even though I use Facebook. But what I'm saying is, they're coming into the space, they're bringing their money, their resources, and it's something that they can't really take over. If they decide to create their own project that's fully centralized, people aren't going to go for that. So come into our space, be open source, allow other people to see what you're doing so we can continue to build out our space, the metaverse, cryptocurrency, and blockchain. What's that got to do with the cellular networks? I'm just saying, he like having a company like Meta come into the space, they have so many resources, they can single-handedly just fix it themselves. They can they can upgrade. They can rebuild the cellular networks. Well, the connectivity they, to, they can they, enhance. They can enhance the connectivity. They're not a. They're not. Well, a, Facebook they're, is worth. They're not a broadband company. But I'm saying they have the resources and the money. Yeah, they got the resources and money to make their own car brand too. They're not going to all of a sudden start building automobiles. Yeah, but automobiles <laughs> are not related to what they're doing. Neither is providing yes it service. is it literally the article talks about for the metaverse to happen they need connectivity needs to get better but they're not a broadband provider you're you're okay it's just like your dumbass amazon like, amazon got money they should make their own coin uh facebook got money they should they should they should provide high speed just go over your head you have i'm saying they're saying that here's the problem the connectivity needs to get better for us to use the metaverse Okay, well, you have a shitload of money. I'm just saying it's not there yet. 6G is fast enough to run the metaverse. Once once 6G gets adopted across the world, they're not all of a sudden going to start launching their own cell phones. Get out of here, bro. You're missing the entire point of the article. And the what entire I'm point of the article is they're just having a statement. Metaverse ain't going to be adopted. Calm the hell down until the wireless network is faster. They don't have a wireless network infrastructure. They're not going to build one. They're not all of a sudden going to be... They have the resources and the money to... Eight because they that, I mean, because I they have money, all of a sudden they should all of a sudden be building. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying if they wanted to, they're capable of doing it. Do you not listen to what I say? I hear you. You have I'm a hearing impediment. Makes no, makes no I know sense. you have a speech impediment. Do you have a hearing impediment? You can't hear or what? I hear you. You're you saying hear me? That well, then are you not comprehending company, what I'm so saying? You're telling me a social media company, for the simple fact that they have money, should uh, take a large part of their money and go build cell phone towers. That's what it's you're not saying. about building cell phone That's towers. That's literally what it is. They have they don't have the cellular they have network. Put, they have put in $10 billion into the metaverse. And here's a hurdle. We need better connectivity. Use some okay. of your money and resources to aid in building if, better connectivity. That's car what I'm company, saying. If a car company is making a luxury car that isn't designed to be off-road, should they go and build new roads? Should they be out there paving new highways in 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 parts of the country that have no road infrastructure 
No. What? It's the same thing. It's bro. not the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the dumbest analogy I've ever heard. It's not a dumb analogy. It's a dumb analogy. Not a dumb analogy. You're you're All saying I'm, saying, that I'm not saying they should. I'm should not saying, Robin. You literally I, said they should. I said if they wanted to, they have the money and the resources to help to do that. That's what I said. You know, have you ever had a really good job where you made a lot of money and somebody comes up to you be like, "Hey, man, you you make a lot of money. You should do this, or you should buy this, or you should do this." And then you always look at them, you're like, yo, okay, yeah, I make more money than you, I guess, but doesn't mean that I have this surplus of cash I can go invest in some random ass thing. It's the same with a company. I know you I know you look at companies like, oh hey, you got a lot of money. Hey, you got a lot of money, man. You should just build your own cell phone towers if you got a connectivity issue. If it why fuck 6G, 10G, baby, let's go. <sighs> Russell, we need an update on the health. Uh, I think Robin is... Um... Okay. Um, all right, we're done with talking points, I guess. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we're, we were going to do hold them or fold them since we're running a little late. We're going to do that tomorrow. So let's get into our markets and let's do some TA market analysis. Let's go. All right, so I want to take a look at the biggest losers and the biggest gainers. Biggest gainers, you have Anchor Protocol back at it, up 15% over the last seven days. It's in the top 80 now. So broke in the top 100 last week, had a huge run-up. Uh, let's look at their chart. They've had a, they probably doubled or tripled in the last. We take a look at the one-month chart. Yeah, they had a nice run up here on the 6th of February from $1.40 all the way up to over $4 now, uh, $4.10. Anchor Protocol, biggest gainer of the day. Number two, we have Convex Finance, Thorchain. Phantom is moving up 20% over the last seven days, sitting right under $2. I put that in the uh, thumbnail today. Phantom? Yeah. Yeah, Phantom, Phantom's a great project. We love Phantom here. Spooky Swap. We got a deep dive on Phantom. We did. Check that out. Check it out. Check out the deep. Check out the deep dive. <laughs> um, I like how we can get into a heated argument and then just move past it. I feel like that's what adults do. You know, I don't move past it. You do because you got squirrel brain, bro. Your 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 short term memory is literally. Uh, <laughs> Back to the charts here, uh, and then curve uh, curved out, and then Harmony One up twenty percent over the last seven days, sitting at sixteen cents. And then what are some of the biggest losers? You have Flow Blockchain down 6%. Secret down 4.5%. You have Hot, Helium, CeeLo, and Shiba Inu down 4%. Will Shiba Inu get to one penny? Probably not. Most likely not. Unless the cryptocurrency market grows to $70, $80, $100 trillion, then maybe SHIB can be a trillion dollar uh ali was asking about next era for crypto DeFi, nft gaming metaverse i will talk about it after after this once we wrap up the uh market analysis so I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on that and then just some uh quick ta on, on bitcoin i mentioned a triple top so we keep getting into the zone and retracing and when you have a triple top that is extremely bearish 
Uh, we had a double bottom here, and you see we shot up, and now we're kind of in this but he, zone. But here's the thing. You know what's super bullish, though? What? A double top, and then when you get to it a third time, it breaks breaks through. So Well, typically, tops are bearish. No, wait. Because a lot of times, if you if you if you hit a hit a number twice, so say you hit that resistance twice, then the third time, oh, I guess it did hit it three times. And that's actually the fourth, right? Here's the theory behind it. Okay, so I always talk about you know TA. You take into account market sentiment, right? Each candle represents what happened during that day, and people make decisions based on emotions. So when you get to this level, we get to this level here. 45,000. We can't break through. We come down. Then the bulls are back. We're going we're gonna to break it this time. They get up there again. Nope. Rejected by the bears. They get there again. Eventually, they're going to say, fuck it. And it's just going to tank. Because you try to run through a wall, you don't make it. You run through it again. No, you run through it again. Eventually, you're going to be like, all right, screw this. Like, this is not working. But two times, the third time is uh, more likely so, to break up. The that's third, the, the sentiment. Third, the, third, uh, yes. the third time, then yeah. It can be, but here's the thing. We are there now, and it's gotten rejected again. It, it hasn't got rejected. It's right there. It's still testing it. That's what I'm saying. It, like, it, it, we're, at, we're at this moment of inflection here. We where are currently. You're either You're either going to. You're either gonna touch twice and then break through, but we or are you're gonna are you gonna we're have currently three. outside the zone. We are outside this zone the, right that now. That small ass little red candle, like yeah, I think we're still there. I think we're no. still testing it. So open is we at the top, we haven't at the bounced, bottom. So we haven't bounced back down. That's a small little red candle, bro. What was it? Four, Forty-five thousand. This is actually a bullish. Four, this is a four, bullish. Can, I mean, a bearish candle pattern too. So it's called yeah, a bearish. I'm run. just saying that we, we're gonna see a big move. To the upside or to the downside here in the next day or two, man. Uh, so put your seatbelts on. I don't know. I think this is... Uh, seatbelts on. Now, obviously, technicals can be wrong. And they are wrong a lot of the times. Well, but you should be using multiple... You should never put all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to be like, hey, uh, you know, you want to you take in as much information as possible from different analytics. You know, whether or not it's, you know, trans volume... Uh, wallets, you know, the whale wallets, uh, re and, support and, resistance. And I'm looking at the volume. So this, this big green candle we had, right, where we saw the move up from this 37 to 44,000, there wasn't a lot of volume behind that move, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, I feel like if the volume was there with this big green candle, we would have broken through this resistance zone, but it wasn't. So we're retracing now. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see. Um, and then just taking a look at Solana's chart here. So Solana is consolidating right around this range of 85 to $102. I know that's a big range, but we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see how this candle plays out because if this candle stays the same or the wick gets higher or the body gets smaller, we're, we should see a reversal on Solana coming here soon. So, uh, what, what were some of the questions people were asking? Uh, Ali was wanting me to give my thoughts or our thoughts on the next, the next, uh, sector to move. Go ahead. Okay. So he said, what do you think about the next era for crypto? So the, the next big push. So we, we kind of just came out of the metaverse era. Uh, we, uh, you know, I, I saw an article this morning where it was Dolly Parton was launching her own, uh, metaverse. Uh, so yeah, we didn't for get me. To that, that is literally the oversaturation of the top for me. <laughs> like, 
Golly pardon. Yeah, I mean, I mean you got sh- the Shib, uh, the Shib Metaverse, which we've seen no, no, uh, no pictures, no, no, nothing besides. Hey, we're selling land. That's that's a that's for another story. But anyways, uh, you have all these different companies getting into the metaverse with nothing to show for it. Every time you type in metaverse in YouTube, you always see somebody. You always see in the thumbnail somebody wearing the damn VR headset. That is the assumption. That is the standard. That is what we expect from the metaverse. However, it is not here. It is not in fruition. It doesn't even exist. And so you have this big run up in the metaverse. You have uh, Decentraland, which just over a year ago was sitting at 10 cents, 8 cents. And this is ran up all the way past $3. And so with nothing to show for it. Yes, there is an active game in Decentraland. However, it is not a metaverse. It is not submersive. You cannot put on a VR headset. And there's no plans implementing it, as far as I know of, at this current moment. Now, in early development, they talked about it incorporating it. The same can be said with Sandbox. And so we, and then you look at Meta. Meta's basically saying, yeah. We're going to build network towers. Shut up with that crap right now. <laughs> so you got Meta saying that Metaverse ain't going to be here until, until you know, it ain't coming yet, basically what they're saying. They're like, hold the horses. And y'all excited. So obviously, this sector's overheated. It's due for a pullback. Uh, so It is pulling back. Now, with that said, you got DeFi, NFT, and gaming. NFTs are kind of in the same boat. Yeah, you agree? Yeah, I think they're they're I more closer to a bubble than probably bubble more bubble. probably more likely for a pullback on there. So There's so much nasty shit I've been seeing in the NFT space between 80-90% of projects being whitelisted only to some of like they took the Doodles NFT and the Subduck NFT and they made Duck Doodles. Like come on. Here's the thing, if you if you're going to if you're going to whitelist your entire project it's, dude, what, it's here, here, here's what ends up happening is that you have a handful of privileged people holding all of the assets, right? Because if I have the capability of getting whitelisted on this project, I probably have the clout and know-how to get whitelisted on another project and another project and another project. Well, it's not always that. No. Typically, it's, it's engagement in their Discord. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that if you, if you do it once, you're probably more likely to get whitelisted oh, yeah. So it's so, dude, so I'm telling you it's so what you're jobs. doing you're it's not people, diversifying. I don't like this whole like do a whitelist, yes, man, but like 80% like invisible friends was a hundred percent whitelist. So now you have a Discord with 150,000, 300,000 people of uh, people just trying to be active and put as many messages as they can so they level up to become whitelist, and it's useless. You don't build a community that way because you know what happens when they get the whitelist and they mint, they are out of that discord in a heartbeat. That's what happened to crypto bats. That's what they did. 70% uh, whitelist and their discord went from 105,000. Now it's down to under 70. It's It's fake. You're building a fake community. I don't like it, man. And it's the same. It's the same mentality I have when looking into a crypto project. It's, you know, if, if the the founders hold 80% of the token, 
the founders and the and the whales and the original investors, if they hold eighty percent of the token, only twenty percent is available to the public. Like, is that not a gigantic red flag for you? Yeah, man. So obviously, I'm, I'm not. not I, don't, I want no parts of that. But yet, this is the standard when it comes to NFTs, and there's a reason that people. There's a reason that if you go look at a TA video or you go look at a deep dive video on any project by any reputable content creator, you're going to see that they talk about tokenomics. It's the standard. You talk about, so why do you talk about tokenomics? Because you're like, hey, this is important because if it's not properly distributed and there's not, there's not found there's not, not sound uh, reasoning behind why you have it distributed the way you do. Uh, there's a chance that it's going to fail, or a big chance. And the same is with NFTs. You know, and, and like I said, if you are whitelisted on multiple, multiple, multiple projects, at some point you're just going to start taking profits and selling stuff and dumping crap. And, you know, it, it's, it's just diversification is the best way to secure a good project. Look how many wallet addresses are in Ethereum, Bitcoin, and the top players. So, All right, guys. We are done for today. Thank you guys so much. So all the new people that came into the chat, welcome to the Crypto Fan. Make sure you guys come back tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. Vegas time. Also, Russell, we will reach out to get your Bitcoin address and send you that $50 in Bitcoin. Congratulations, my friend. On behalf of... We'll be doing $100 for the... $100 on Friday. The winner of Blockchain Parlay. There you go. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. We love you. Peace. Peace.